here we go. So Matt, what's your what's your mystery movie? Oh God! Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, I just realized my ba- I didn't know you were going to start right this second. Um, my backup recording's not going. Give me one. Do we want to okay. restart? I'll start off. I'll I'll start it over when your when your background recording's going. Okay, okay, and we're good. So Matt, you're buying a house. <laughs> hey. Yes, I, I join the leagues of uh, rich entertainers <laughs> that are buying houses. Um, dude, much yeah, like, when Hassan gave you that money, that was awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, I actually um, work as part of his team. He says it's just him. He's been alone streaming 20 plus hours a day or whatever. Um, I'm actually there with him the whole time. I massage his little toeses um, mm. and he gives me a very <laughs> handsome payout. What, where's that job on Indeed? You know, why can't someone apply <laughs> for that job on fucking LinkedIn to, Plus or wherever? It's actually, the fuck. it's on entertainmentcareers.net. Oh, the one where you have to pay extra money to see certain jobs? Yeah. 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 I hate life. I was actually in the final runnings for that job, but Matt, you just barely beat me out. We were in, the, I was in the final interview and he was like, you know, Alex, I really like you, uh, but my toesies need um, stronger hands than yours. And mm-hmm. Hassan, come on the show if you want. <laughs> He's not going to do that. <laughs> hey, 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 you don't know. Come on the show. What? So we have a better chance of Gore Verbinski being on than Hassan? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a millionaire. He doesn't have time for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Because we're a <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcast. Um, and... Hello and welcome back. Um, if you've listened to us before, that was a beautiful transition. Yeah. Wow. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. And I'm Jake. And this is episode 37. Yeah. It sounds right. Yeah. Episode 37, part one of our Scooby Doo bracket, baby. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? Got some work to do now. You're we planned that. Me, we I planned all that. Did it sound planned, audience? Scripted that entire beginning. Don't look back! Coming uh. at you in today's bracket, we've got Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase versus Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost oh. and Scooby-Doo Adventures, the mystery map versus <laughs> Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invasion. Um, should be a good one. Wait, is it Alien Invasion or Alien Invaders? I've always thought it was Invaders. Am I just crazy? Oh, you might be right. Remembered that Alien Invaders? No, no, no. no. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. My knowledge, my brain is a steel trap for Scooby Doo alone. It's too powerful. And hey, Mister Steel Trap, um, what do we do on this (laughs) show? What's that bracket I just talked about? Well, you already introduced all the movies and said that it was a Scooby-Doo bracket, which does most of the work because we pick a bunch <laughs> of movies with that fit a theme and we compare them. And this one is a Scooby-Doo bracket. So there's Scooby-Doo movies and that's the whole thing. Scooby-Doo yeah. must be in them. Right. Must be. None of that Scrappy-Doo shit for now. Well, I mean, you can uh, have both of them in theory. <laughs> I don't yeah, think you there can are Scrappy Doo solo movies. You could have the scrap. Remember when it was just Scrappy Doo and Shaggy, but Shaggy had a red shirt for a little bit. You remember those movies? Well, it was um that was one of the earlier. It was the like second generation of TV shows when yeah, they that like was a pup named Scooby Doo. No, pup named Scooby Doo has Scooby Doo and Shaggy in it and the whole team. But there was one where yeah, it's but like, kids. 
Yeah. There's a couple where there's some movies where like Shaggy has a red shirt and it's with Scooby and with uh, Scrappy. And that's like the truth. Okay. You were. Yes. Those are like Boo Brothers. Yeah. 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 You you saying it was just Shaggy and Scrappy is what threw me off. Oh, sorry. I mean, Shaggy, Scooby, Scrappy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Scooby's well, always page. implied, you know. Um, the Scooby's always the Scooby's implied. The Scooby <laughs> the is Scooby's implied. <laughs> um, yeah, we also are going to spoil the shit out of these movies. So look Probably out for more. spoilers. Probably more movies. Uh, I just spoiled that Shaggy was wearing a red shirt. That's probably important to a lot of you out there. Um, if you want to mm-hmm. solve these mysteries on your own, uh, make sure Ooh. you watch the movies before... We talk about them. Jinkies. Zoinks. Cool. Um, hey, man, I thought Matthew was going to say, say a catchphrase. Uh, hey, Jake. <laughs> or, uh, no. Hey, Alex. I, lo- I, I love it when in Scooby-Doo they go, hey, Jake. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and introduce Scooby-Doo in the cyber chase? I sure can. Uh, released in 2001, directed by Jim Stenstrom, the first of... Well, this was the fourth of the Stentrum movies, but this is the first one in the bracket. It is possibly the golden age of Scooby-Doo in my mind. Uh, in this movie, the gang goes to college to visit one of their friends from high school, a computer coder named Eric, who's made a Scooby-Doo video game, and they want to celebrate with him. But something bad happens, and they get sucked into the video game. They have to beat the game, stop the phantom virus, and figure out, who is sabotaging Eric's chance at a multi-million dollar prize? Damn, Eric's rolling in it. I so <laughs> this was the Scooby Doo movie like from my childhood that I watched probably the second most. Mm. Um, the other one is in part two of this bracket, but right mystery map. <laughs> um, I just think this is in my mind, the kind of culmination of the Stenstrom movies. Mm. It has so many callbacks to the old TV show. I feel like it has the least traditional mystery, but in many ways is the most traditional movie, if that makes sense, in terms of like tone, action sequences. You get a lot more of the like running back and forth in circles. You get like the goofs and the gaffes. Uh, Yeah, I just think this one's a great one. You get all the monsters coming back at the end from the classic show. Uh, so good. Yeah, Jake, what do you think? Because Matt's going to introduce a movie in just a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I fucking love Cyber Chase, man. Like, th- I'm just glad we're doing Scooby-Doo. I'm just going to be <laughs> in such a happy place because, yeah, these are these are so fun and so great. And also, you know, I don't, I don't go back and watch the Scooby-Doo's often, except for the live action ones, uh, admittedly. Um <laughs> But I'm so glad going back and watching these because it's like so fun to like feel like a little little kid and like yeah this is, this is a fun one. It has red shirts Shaggy in it, which we talked about, and uh, it's also basically the plot and foundation for the live action second movie. Uh, you know, at the end, right? Yeah. Just because the <laughs> OG monsters come to life. Honestly, when I saw like the tar monster and all that, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> this is just live action too. What 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 did Monsters Unleashed do? They just stole from Cyber Chase. No, I remember really liking this one. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna like most, if not all, of these movies. <laughs> but Matthew, I, what are you, what are your thoughts? I love this movie. I have very very good memories of Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase. Um, I watched it a ton as a wee lad. Yeah, it's just a really fun Scooby Doo romp. 
And a very strange little anecdote. Um, when I was into my teenage years, I was at the post office for some reason. And as I'm sitting waiting in line, I've, you know, realized the guy is watching something on his phone <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> um, and then as I get to the people before me, they have like two small children to keep the children distracted. He tilts the phone between himself and the children when it comes to light that he is watching Scooby-Doo in the cyber chase um, as he's just rolling, working at the post office. Um, Wait, so this was the guy behind the counter at the post office? Yes. Amazing. So good. <laughs> I had a weird post office thing happen to me the other day. Um, it has nothing to do with this, but I wanted to share it with you guys. Okay. Uh, I was standing at the post office. and This actually happened. This is 100% true. I was standing at the post office for work, kind of deliver something, and a guy burst in, uh, sweating so hard, looking like panting or whatever. And he's carrying an urn, and oh, he no. pushes past everybody, like literally, like pushes past everyone to the front of the line. And he's like sweating, carrying this urn, and he's like, "Tell me something. Can you ship someone's cremated remains to uh, the Dominican Republic?" And everyone just stopped, and we just stood there. And we're just like, uh, 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 and then after much, like everyone in there, not just the workers, but people standing in line started to debate if you could or not. And we just started talking <laughs> about it and we're all just like, well, I don't know. It's like, whatever. It's like, whose remains are that? And it was like, after much, you know, heated spirited debate, we decided you had to get approval from a local, whatever office. Someone said that. I don't know. Coroner's if it's true. office. Coroner's, I imagine. And, um, you got to prove that that's actually the person. Like you could be shipping anything on that urn or anyone. You could got to prove oh, that that's the person. You have to prove that it's actually a person's ashes. Yeah, and it's going to you know where they want to be let go or kept or whatever. Um, so that's a spooky fun fact for your for your Halloween. Starting off our first Halloween. Wow. If you ever want to cremate somebody or hide a body, you got to get permission. Um, another post office story. Uh. I was in the post office once. Uh, I was sending out invitations for a thing, and I had to put a bunch of stickers on them. Yeah. No, and I remember that. That was really, yeah. Another Wild spooky story. fact. Crazy story. Yeah. 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 All right. So I guess Cyber Chase is the only movie in this matchup. Uh, it gets a bye <laughs> week. Let's move on. Second matchup. <laughs> no, the other one's very you important to me. Suffer a <laughs> terrific and terrible fate if you'll you do a, such a you'll put a such hex a thing. on me. Yes. Uh, huh? Hey, what's the next um, movie? I'll go ahead and introduce <laughs> Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Um, at least in 1999, another. Jim Stenstrom banger. Um, the mystery gang gang is summoned to Oak Haven, Massachusetts um, by famous writer Ben Ravencroft. Um, <laughs> as there are spooky sightings going on of an ancient witch, an ancestor of Ben Ravencroft, uh, and everything is not as it seems. And most importantly, about to make their big break in the recording scene, the Hex Girls make their first appearance in the Scooby-Doo canon. And it's electrifying. Nice. Um, You've been, like, preparing that, like, all week, huh? 
maybe all week i mean well i love this movie it has scooby-doo in it it's got the hex girls in it it's got <laughs> the classic northeast in it uh, i love those fall vibes this movie i love it so much it's incredible jake well what, how, how do you feel about it what's your how's your rewatch everyone who ever has known me should know why i love this movie the man himself tim motherfucking curry is in this movie and not only as like you know tim curry he does this thing in this movie that's so funny to me where he tries so hard in the first half to sound like a normal human being yes yes <laughs> and he it's does. the funniest thing i was like tim you're just a creepy motherfucker there's i'm you're not fooling anybody by your like i'm a normal guy voice and then as soon as he shifts into his like i'm the villain spoilers um it's like, you're smashing. Like, it's like. <laughs> uh, there's it's one line. So it's like halfway through the movie. Uh, and he goes, what's the matter, Velma? <laughs> like, it, it, it hits so suddenly because he's been trying so hard. And then all of a sudden, it just like starts to really shift back. He sounds like a little like robot. Dude. He's like, I am Ben Ravencroft. And yeah. <laughs> welcome to my hometown. Like you recorded Velma. every line I'm individually. Innocent. Yeah, no, it's but it's so good. I mean, come on, this not only Tim Curry. I mean, it's a premier spooky time Scooby movie. Uh, you know, with witches and Wiccans, whatever, and the Hex Girls. Uh, it's you know, it, it's gonna be a hard one to beat. Uh, admittedly. Mostly because of Tim Curry, but yeah, I love this movie. <laughs> well, get excited for the other half of the bracket, yeah. Jake. No, I know Tim. Tim is my <laughs> my fucking man. Um. Yeah, but Alex, what do you think? So I actually did not have a very strong connection uh, to The Witch's Ghost for whatever reason. Like, it just never stood out to me. And I think it's because I didn't watch it late enough to get really horny for the Hex Girls. Like, I was still too young when I first saw it, and then I never <laughs> what rewatched a it. What an awesome oh, I was sentence. Just yeah. as young. I, I sure. never rewatched it because Scooby Cyber Chase was always my thing. So that was the one that I would rewatch. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I mean, the hex girls don't stand out. I mean, like I get the I get the obsession with the hex girls, right? Like I get it. Good, but Good. I also I don't know. It what the the mystery in this one feels like secondary. If like, and I guess it's comparing it to Cyber Chase is you know funny, but because Cyber Chase doesn't really have a mystery. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It just so it's. This one, and we'll get into Alien Invaders later, it feels like the mystery isn't, like, I don't know, the mystery in this one isn't a good mystery, if that makes sense to me. Like, the witch itself is, they make it so obvious, the whole movie, and I guess they do that for all of them, kind of. But mm. well, they're children's uh, movies. I also think, well, yeah, I was I was going to speak like on. The, yeah, yeah. I guess we're just hopping right into it. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Go for it, Jake. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna speak on uh, two things actually. That we're gonna address what you were saying directly, Alex. Uh, one, I tried to do this thing where because I, I I don't fully remember these movies hardcore, so I tried to do a thing where like I tried to guess the villain like right away. Uh, you know, see if I was like right or whatever. And obviously, Witch's Ghost so easy. Tim Curry was speaking, trying to be normal villain. <laughs> uh, and but you know what? I guess Cyber Chase's 
faster for some reason. I was like, a oh, red-haired dude talking about baseball villain. Like, I just, <laughs> for, for some reason, I just thought that was hilarious, but that was totally, like, my bias, and I don't know. They probably make it super easy to tell. Um, I mean, obviously, with all, he did so many baseball puns throughout the whole thing. I was like, oh. So, yeah. like, that's not, that's not an issue for me. I think it's just fun, whatever. Um, when you were talking about Cyber Chase being... Um, a really interesting format for the Scooby-Doo movies. Uh, I agree with that, but I also thought Witch's Ghost was because they solve, like, three mysteries in this movie. They start out, like, solving one, and then they solve, like, the other one, like, midway through, and then all of a sudden, Tim Curry's a fucking warlock. And it's, I honestly, I thought it was pretty cool that they, like, literally solved three different mysteries, solved them pretty, like, quickly, and then, like, did a spooky thing at the end. I thought they both did a fun format. In Cyber Chase, they're literally in a thing trying to survive and beat a video game. Also, is Cyber Chase just the best video game movie of all time? Or one of them? Sorry, I Sonic. I think it is. I think it is. It joins Sonic. If Sonic and Cyber Chase went up ba- up on the podcast, I don't know who I'd vote for. I'll say I it. will say the video game seems kind of dumb as hell because they like <laughs> spawn in and then the Scooby Snacks are right there almost every single level. The hardest level is for sure the dinosaur level where you have to get to the volcano and there's the ticking clock of the volcano blowing up. Yeah. Like that's bad game design. Sorry, Eric. Hey, <laughs> we don't technically know if he wins the competition or not. Someone may have come in and like they made Halo One, and it's like, <laughs> damn. Wait, you didn't see the post credit scene where they made Halo One, and he turned into a villain. I like how Billy, who's like the the red haired, he was made the baseball video game. He's like, my video game is so much better than yours. See, you can play baseball on a computer, and it's like. There are so many baseball computer games. Like, how is this? The other guy's game can literally <laughs> zap things from reality into the game. I it's don't not think be- you It's understand. not beating Halo 1. I'm sorry. It's not beating Halo 1. Halo 1 was extraordinarily innovative for the time. It really redefined the multiplayer shooter. I want to see a movie where the Scooby-Doo gang gets zapped into Halo 1 and has to survive that story. Which one of the Scooby gang do you guys think is Master Chief? Fred would say it's him. Yeah. But we all know it's Scrappy-Doo. Oh, God. (laughs) (sighs) Which, when we get to the live action... We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, we we went off the rails on my original point on the format (laughs) of uh, these two movies, but if anyone else had any comments about it, please please share their thoughts. Yeah. Um, I think the thing I was going to throw out is I don't know... I mean, I don't think I agree with your point on the mystery and the witch's ghost. And the the thing I wanted to throw out was in relation to Jake's bit on guessing who the villain was. Because <laughs> um, I remember as a kid, like piecing it together and then watching it now, I was like, oh, there's just like a literal baseball diamond on the second level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. is not hiding the fact. Did he program in the baseball diamond to the other guy's game or do you think the um the what's the what's the, the phantom name? virus the phantom virus built the baseball diamond there <laughs> i think he had to have coded it right like i think i think he was just like really annoyed and frustrated at the guy so he was just like at late at night like coding in these like shitty things into no, this guy's guys. game just to mess with him it's even more tragic has anyone here seen free guy yet no, not yet. Well, can I spoil Free Guy? I 
might see it eventually. I don't know, man. I'll spoil like it's not like the big spoiler. Okay, it's it's it. the fairly obvious spoiler. But like it's basically Ryan Reynolds is a ghost. <laughs> no, the it's whole like movie a very takes place in the RIPD universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, the Cyber Chase movie, it's very tragic because it's actually Eric loves red-haired guy whatever his name was. Eric loves him and put in stuff that he loved in the game as a way to like, oh, this is part of your love too. I really love you. This is the way to be like subconsciously in the data. You're part of this. And yeah, I was he didn't see sharing that. the prize money. I made this game for you, for red-haired you. guy in the yeah. hat. Red-haired evil guy in that hat <laughs> who frowns the whole first minute you see him. So you're like, yeah, he's evil. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I think they're in love, but I, you know, was Scooby Doo gonna go into that in in two thousand or nineteen ninety nine? I don't know. Alternatively, imagine the scene. There's the baseball diamond at their college, um, and it's late in the night. As you just hear the like the the wheels turning of some like heavy dolly, yeah. um, as it cuts to a shot where you see. Um, <laughs> our scientist friend dragging the zapping machine to the baseball diamond where he sets it up and just zaps the entire diamond into the game. Um, yeah. And then the baseball team shows up the next day and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. And their old coach, their old drunk coach, who's like trying to get back into fame was accidentally sleeping at the baseball diamond and he zapped into the video game. He's one of the moon goons. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they call uh, them moon goons. Moon goons. <laughs> so Daphne's like, oh no, <laughs> moon goons. The skeletons in the Coliseum level just going, <laughs> like four times. The only sound they make. Oh, so good. Okay. Um, Inspired I, writing. Yeah. So I do have an important plot point that's in both of these movies. And I think it's in all of the Stenstrom movies. Yeah. If it is what I think you're going to say. I'm I, sure, I think I'm also. I'm sure in- we are all into it. Scooby-Doo, is he not a dog? Okay, yeah, what the fuck, man? It's because in it every single one of these movies, a there's a scene Weird. where yeah, <laughs> someone is like, you and your dog, and he's like, dog? Yeah, or like in, in no, well, I mean, in Alien Invaders, I'll just say it now, he's, he, Shaggy's like, you can understand him? Like, almost like scared that she could understand him? What? I think Scooby-Doo is an alien who lost his memory. Wow. Could be. <laughs> Except when we return to a pup named Scooby-Doo. Um, he also mm. has parents on Earth. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. people can so be he adopted. Was, he was born on Earth. No, like these are like, they look exactly like him. They also talk, etc. Um, well, maybe they're aliens too. Yeah, well, I'm just saying so. he was he was born and naturalized on Earth. So really. Right. Okay. So he is, a, he is an Earth citizen. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. here's the thing um on that similar like note my biggest thing watching cyberspace was when because the thing i remember the most in cyber cyberspace but cyber chase sorry um for all you purists out there i do apologize um i was getting ready yeah <laughs> i was getting ready yeah he held up a knife actually you guys couldn't see it it was the twin shit was when they met themselves in it i was like very with their og like kind of skins and then shaggy had the red shirt as we remember do they do they have consciousness did the yeah. at that point they have to know they're in a game and mm-hmm. know they can they never know grow old 
and know yeah. they can never see the world and never. I don't know. Well, I mean, they can. They they zap um, Scooby out in the post credit scene. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, so they, can, so they could come hang out in the real world. <laughs> they're just choosing not to, which is kind of like, it's a oh. real fucked up, like, you know. I don't think they can choose to get zapped out of the game. <laughs> oh, so they can't choose. So, so they prisoners. have no choice. They have they're they're prisoners. prisoners. They, are, they are prisoners of um, uh, computer science guys' creation. But it's, it's Plato's Wall. Because uh, like Plato's right. allegory, the allegory of the cave, of the yeah. cave because they're they born and raised in that computer world. They know nothing else, you know? Also, I think importantly, we have to key into the fact that they love that last level, like the whole city yeah. there. He coded an entire city. There's like re- as many restaurants as you want. There's movie theaters there. You know, there's all this cool stuff. You just don't go near the the um carnival, carnival. The, on the pier um and right. it, they like they're like yeah it's awesome there's like great restaurants good food it's free mm. like you know but they can vibing. never grow old i mean i guess they're programmed to enjoy it as well maybe but here's the thing here's the thing at the very end uh the the copies ask shaggy and scooby hey there's a bunch of great cyber diners around here do you want to stay and they say yes but Velma's like, we have to go. They take away the real life Scooby and Shaggy's free choice, free will, and don't let to, them stay in the cyber world. To be safe forever, to eat unlimited yeah. food, never getting fat or old. Yeah. They take that shit away. They can't go to the cyber buffets. Yeah. Velma's and the real villain. Probably. So I do want to say, I I was rewatching it, and I don't know if I was projecting this onto to this movie but it almost seemed like they wanted the the writers and creators wanted to show like how far the characters have come from where they originally were <laughs> they say in movie like eric hasn't seen us in a long time so he based these characters off of like how we used to dress but they mm-hmm. also acted slightly different like the scene specifically that sticks out to me is the daphne's in the fun house and the like computer Daphne is freaking out about her weight because she's in the fat looking mirror. And the other Daphne is like, come on, this is just a mirror. We're better than this. And then like the computer one goes back, you know, I and I couldn't tell mm. if I was just projecting like, oh, they're showing that Daphne has grown as a character or if they were just like doing that as a joke. Doing uh, as a bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only other instance I can think of is at the end when they plan the the rousing ruse with the two Scoobies um, and Cyber Scooby is much braver. Um, yeah. Which I guess That's maybe real Scooby's seen some shit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure because I definitely think like most of the cyber and real equivalents don't act any different than each other. Fair. Mm. So. Although it could I will just be they say, thought it was a funny joke. I don't know. I will say I want to see the scene where where Fred um they had to fight over who was gonna drive. And I bet that was a huge machismo like masculinity thing. Who who won? And Which one won again? Uh Cyber Fred, I think. Cyber, Cyber Fred, Fred. Fan theory. Maybe modern Fred has grown. You know? Exactly. And Cyber Fred is still really big on his machismo. That's why he wears his ascot, because he wants to look dapper. That is so, fair. If you wear an ascot, you do have machismo. That is that gets into <laughs> another conversation I want to have. Their outfits. Because the Jim Stenstrom movies, they all have different outfits in every movie yeah. according to what the weather is, which I adore. I think mm-hmm. that is so cool. 
the one that stands out to me the most is Fred's shirt, how he has the jacket in Witch's Ghost, and then he has like the button up in Cyber Chase. Mm-hmm. Or, is it just a collared shirt and not a button up? Uh, yeah, it's the just button a, up it's is an a, alien invader. It's a polo yeah. shirt yeah. that he wears in Cyber but Chase. That's alien invaders, yeah. yeah. No, I like them having fun with their actual outfits and all that. So something I think is important to call out because we should mm-hmm. probably vote soon. Oh, I right. haven't even been looking at time. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the ending sequence of Witch's Ghost, I think, is so, so good. And there is an incredible piece of trivia in relation to it. Yes, yes, trivia, yes. As Ben Ravencroft is powering up he's like no i'm a warlock (laughs) Um, and it's like these swirling camera shots and this incredible displays of power i don't know if you guys noticed but that like climactic sequence has like a shift in the way the camera like animation works yeah the reason for that is those portions were done by mook animation who is oh, a they did a guest studio. animator that That's is awesome. so funny i specifically I that. noted that it turns into an anime that is yes. so that is so intentional cool. that That's final awesome. sequence is anime scooby-doo basically that is I, wild. rocks i love it when like studios do that because it's it is a common thing where like they give guest animators they did it with like steven universe they do that with like adventure time like uh, yeah that, oh that's so cool teen titans did an episode like that once like that's awesome yeah. mook animation helped with most of the sandstrom um movies i just think it's much harder to identify because i don't think there were mook key animators um for the rest of the productions where there was mook key animators in um which is ghost which is wow. why that looks so anime yeah um it's so good i love that the one thing is how um Sarah Ravencroft talks is um, <laughs> thy nipples. Are, yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, I thank thee. Thou cannot know what my bondage <laughs> hath been like. Who art thou? Is she's incredible. trying to show up. She's trying to show up, Tim, and she knows she can't, so she's really reeling it in. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. Yeah. It is inspired I have, writing. Um, I have one last thing that I've I've been keeping note of. Um, for each of these movies that I'll say, and then we can vote. Um, you could say whether or not this is a pro or con to you, internalize it, whatever. Um, Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost uh, gives its rendition of the Scooby-Dooby-Doo Where Are You song within the first 10 minutes. Cyber Chase does it within the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do with that what you will and your information. Sit. I think something also worth noting is that while I love Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, there is no way the music is anywhere near as good as yeah, Scooby-Doo yeah. and the Witch's Ghost. Like, it's, it's a tough. It, I mean, Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase has a rough go of it. it they tried to make it like computery and sci-fi. And then the Scooby-Doo-Doo Where Are You is like kind of groovy and like, yeah, it's just not as good. I, I think if Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase had been made like five years later, once stuff like like all, like recreations of like 8-bit music had started to become popular that stuff would have been popping off would have gotten like an 8-bit scooby-doo where are you remix and yeah that mm. would have been tight but unfortunately it was mm. a bit it was, before the curve yeah it it chose to shy away from the digimon <laughs> style of computer game music <laughs> and uh it really was a missed opportunity Cause we're um, the hex girls, and we're gonna <laughs> put a spell on you. I'm a lunatic. My babies. personally, 
Luna's my favorite. Wind, fire, and um, shall we? Let's vote. Let's vote. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I'm. I could talk Everyone, about Backstreet Girls all day. And yeah. I won't. I won't do that. Vote, and when you say your vote, say which has girls your favorite before you vote, and then we'll, you know, go. Or which uh, Cyber Chase um, <laughs> uh, level is your favorite, okay. or both, or both. I can go first. Okay. Nice. I am voting for Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Um, Thorn is my favorite. I right. love Jennifer Hale dearly. Um, right. She's an incredibly talented voice actress or actor, I suppose. Um, right. And my favorite level is the final one. The whole Cyber City is just so good. A special shout out to Moon Goons, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moon Goons, Moon Goons are great. Uh, I can go. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'm also voting for Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. I am a Luna Stan. We, we, dig, the, we dig the big hair, uh, we dig the drums. Uh, that's my girl. Um, Cyber Chase. Um, I'm gonna shout out the the dragon level because Shaggy refused to kiss from the princess. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking metal as hell. Um, and I love him for that. He said, "I'm in my bag right now. Get the fuck out of the way." So because his heart was meant for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it, someone else already had his heart because that movie is technically yeah. before this one. Right. Um, right. I am also voting for Witch's Ghost. I love Cyber Chase, but yeah. I do you think Witch's Ghost is a better movie? Um, favorite high school is Thorn. Uh, yeah. Favorite level in Cyber Chase is the dinosaur level because Fred has the line where there's a will, there's a <laughs> woolly mammoth, mammoth, which uh, is the one thing that I actually remembered from this movie. Right. Um, and then Velma goes on to say, there, this isn't accurate, but go along with us, audience. Like, hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. the... Wooly Mammoth level was Velma's favorite level. Yeah. She said it. In the she did say it. Scene. Oh. And she's smart. Yeah. She, she really liked the Wooly Mammoths. She, she liked to ride them. Anyway. <laughs> um, Congrats to Witches Ghost. Uh, Cyber Chase is amazing. Guys, if you have like 55 minutes, go see it. Like. <laughs> Could have been a finals matchup to me. And I think I might yeah. say that every single yeah. matchup. Yeah. Well, most of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Hey, um, Jake, do you want to go ahead and introduce (laughs) uh, Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders? (laughs) I sure do. Um, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. uh, I pitched Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders. Came out in 2000. Uh, You guessed it. Jim Strindstrom, whatever. Strindstrom? Strindstrom. Stenstrom. They've said it enough times for you guys to get it. Uh, <laughs> and we'll say it more times. Yeah. Um, Scooby and the gang get stranded in the desert. And, uh, you know, they go and come across this small town and they meet some aliens and get funky uncovering a mystery. Um, pretty fun time. I just, this one I remember the most fondly because I too had a crush on Crystal. Um, and it was an innocent thing. Like, it was a very, like, um, well, Hex Girls is a more like, um, um, what you are know. they doing to me? <laughs> yeah, what are they doing? Like, like my body, like you know, I, I might have gotten my first beard hair out of the hex girls, but <laughs> um, with it, with with a uh, crystal, like I generally thought she could take care of me, and I could take care of her, and we'd have a really good life together. This was this and Bridge to Terabithia. I don't know if I've told you guys this. Um, are two movies that made me genuinely sad, but I remembered vividly because this was during a time in my life where I couldn't distinguish if things were real or not in movies. 
And so when they like disappeared or when they died in Bridge to Arabithia, we told you we'd be spoiling other movies. Um, <laughs> I generally was like, oh shit, I'll never get a chance to be with them. That was my thought. That was my actual thought. And so when she got beamed up, not that she was an alien, just when she got beamed up, I was like, man, I probably won't get a chance to be with her. And that makes me sad. Um, Damn. Yeah. This also has the the best um, song, in my opinion, in it, just because of its ludicrous whatever shit. Um, hey, I'm with you. Yeah. So, Alex, how you feel? How you feel about Alien Invaders? I love this movie. This was the second most Stenstrom Scooby-Doo uh, that I uh, saw. I think this one is so good. I think the mystery is actually pretty good. It's got real aliens. It's got a real jackalope. Uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo is also not a dog in this movie. Um, Dude, yeah. I have something to say about that after, but please continue. <laughs> the So one of my absolute favorite moments, and it is insane that they make this joke, the aliens, uh, when the old guy, uh, Lester, when he is telling his story about being abducted, <laughs> they like kind of gloss over this fact, but they like, they did experiments on me. And it's very heavily implied that he got probed. Well, they cut out like they they like cut out and then you can't hear the rest of their conversation in the diner. And then all of them gasp and then they go back in. They're like, are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) So think about the fact that this was just like these like satellite (laughs) workers pretending to be aliens. Did these guys probe this guy? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my thoughts. Uh, Matt, how about you? (laughs) Um, another Stenstrom, another classic fave from the back of my brain. Jake, totally get um, crushing on <laughs> our, our girl. Yeah, I mean, I love this movie. It's it's very good. Um, <laughs> we'll get into it. It's a good one. It's a good one. Alex, would you like to introduce <laughs> Scooby Doo Adventures? So happy the mystery map. So happy to introduce Scooby-Doo Adventures in the mystery map. Directed by uh, Joe McNoff. I guess that's how you say his name. Released in 2013. Uh, premiered oh. at San Diego Comic-Con, actually. <laughs> this 45-minute romp is a puppet movie uh, with puppets based off the style of pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. This movie, I think, is so funny. It is very modern Scooby-Doo where it like has distilled the mystery and the like Scooby-Doo moments into those like classic chases. Uh, the characters are very archetypical, like uh, have very strong archetypes around who they are rather than, you know, being very thoughtful, interesting characters. Um, the joke that stands out to me is Fred repeating what the girls say and then, you know, having no addition to add to it, which I just think is so funny. Yeah. The, my absolute favorite moment and we can get into, uh, I guess. Yeah. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of this? Um, I can go first. Uh, yeah, please. As someone who's seen a lot of Scooby-Doo movies, I hadn't seen this mm-hmm. one. Um, <laughs> I think the switch to puppets is a really fun change of medium. Um, yeah, hundred ten percent. I do think they do. I, I I think there are some good, highly distilled Scooby Doo gags. Like they play really hard on like expectations of what types of things you want out of Scooby Doo. 
there are some oddities about this movie, though, that I'm sure we'll get uh, into. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I'll leave it at that for now. Jake, what do you think? Uh, a couple first thoughts. My first note in this movie is just me going because I, I watch them and they take the notes and like just impulsively just type whatever. And I leave it all just to like because it's funny. Um my first note in this movie is just ha 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 in all caps. <laughs> and then the second note is I hope for the love of God you did a deep dive into this one because I want all the info. I want so much background info. And to be to be a slug on the steps of the San Diego Comic-Con uh where they premiered this, I want to I... know what the fucking I want to know. So, you know how like every Comic-Con reveal they always have like audience reaction (laughs) footage i wish there was audience reaction footage of scooby-doo and the adventures the mystery map do we know for sure there's not i don't think there is um damn i couldn't i'm gonna have to like go full journalists full spotlight and just go like look into this this is also an inspiring pick because matthew lillard came back to voice scooby for this matthew lillard Uh, voices Scooby or voices Shaggy and all the modern yeah. Scooby Doo stuff, which is I just love how much he loves Shaggy. Yeah, I love how this much movie he loves- has an insane cast. It has the uh, Matthew Lillard as uh, new Shaggy, but then it has like the classic Fred Daphne yeah. Velma. Daphne Velma. It also has John Rice Davies as Gnarly Veard the Pirate, D. Bradley Baker as the uh, other people, and then Jeff Bennett as the other people. Like super famous, successful voice actors are in this movie. And yeah. it is so funny. So the first thing I just want to jump into before we leave behind yeah. Mystery Map and hop into comparing. Alex, what was the director's name again? Um, um <laughs> Joe Mac. No, that's weird. Almost <laughs> sounds like it's totally made up, doesn't it? <laughs> it what sounds else, pretty weird. What else has Joe no Mac Noaf directed? <laughs> Nothing. That's <laughs> is, is that it? Is wait, there no big twist? Oh no, there's more. We'll get to more. Um, yeah, it was directed under a pseudonym. Um, <laughs> who the fuck the actual director is? There are only rumors. Yeah, this That's happened to my buddy Gary once. Wild. Haha, <laughs> Zodiac Killer. Pew pew pew. What if the Zodiac Killer actually did direct this? That'd be pretty metal. That would be crazy. Um, yeah. So I that's just think that's wild. such a fun um, piece of trivia. What are the guesses? Do people like? What are the guesses? Um, the the thought is. Stephanie DiBruzzo, who voiced Velma in this. Yeah. Who's typically like a Sesame Street person. Mm. May have been the one to direct it. No one wanted to claim it? Like, no one wanted to claim this this movie? <laughs> what if it won an Oscar? Who's accepting this? I wonder if it was like a cast thing. Like, none of the cast wanted to... Like, they wouldn't do it if it said that she was the director because they didn't want her name to have, like, more weight than theirs. Maybe because this is like all of the Scooby Doo people. Matthew Lillard wouldn't do that. Matthew Lillard just vibes full time. (laughs) Like (laughs) he he is Shaggy. He's such a good Shaggy. He's also just the king of spooky season. I'll say it. Scream, Thirteen Ghosts. Oh my god! Great horror movies. Scooby Doo and the Thirteenth Ghost. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um. So we, I think we all know 
which way this matchup is going to go. So I think let's just celebrate mystery map while we can. Uh, <laughs> this has become Alex's tactic. Yeah, this well, has become your tactic. I mean, okay. I think let's talk about the the best part of mystery map, which is the puppet medium, right? I think it it fits so perfectly into the the style, the characters. And my absolute favorite part is that they pulled the dance breaks from Pup Named Scooby-Doo and did it with puppets. Yeah. So funny. The puppets dancing, just like squatting up and yeah, down. And then they and like, did Fred's fingers to do like the peace signs. At dance. one point it's you can so see funny. someone's hand up Shaggy's ass. Uh, that's, that's a real, that's a real thing. Like a, a minute or two in, uh, oh, how'd so they eat funny. that pizza? That was pretty cool. Some of the animation is pretty good. Yeah, when pretty he's impressive. like got the cracker on his head and he's taking little bites of it, I was like, "Huh? Are they that doing pretty that?" Pretty cool. I have a I have a hot take, a hot Hollywood take. Um, Go for it, my guy. All movies for the next two years should be forty five minutes, just to see what happens, <laughs> just and to puppets. see what they do. Every major studio must produce at least one puppet movie a year for the next two years. God, I would love that. This felt like Scientology's version of like Veggie Tales. That's the closest I can like get with this movie to describe it. Something I want to. Well, there are two things. One, I want to address the musical interludes. Um, yes. I don't know if you guys got the sense of this as you were watching, but it's kind of strange that a lot of the music doesn't seem to match thematically. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, and would you like to know why? Sure. Is it because Please, Joe McWhatever his face did it and <laughs> nah. that person doesn't exist? <laughs> um, no, it's because all of the songs are just reused from other Scooby-Doo movies, which is why there's no thematic cohesion, because it's just like literally the, you know, the, like the interlude in the middle where they're all dancing on the colorful background. That's the theme yeah. to Abracadabra do, <laughs> which yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. I'm like, why are they talking about like summertime in this one? Okay, and why is this that one, one I wrote <laughs> down? I wrote that one down because the lyrics are <laughs> here comes summer. Man, I really feel the heat. Let's go fishing. Gonna solve a mystery. That's when a giant parrot is chasing him in a cave, by the way. <laughs> underneath you know what, the moon, guys? underneath the stars, Scooby and the gang are here sitting by the fire. Playing our guitars, which is let's from, hear campfire and cheer. Which is from Scooby-Doo Camp Scare. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what, guys? I'll say it. Scooby-Doo Adventures in the Mystery Map, I think it's the culmination of all Scooby-Doo movies. <laughs> Directed by some no-name. Oh, wait. Is the writer also a fake? Oh, my God. The writer is also a fake person. I didn't know that one. Tashi Mob. Oh, my God. It's Tashi Mob. They called them poopy heads in this, and it really hurt my feelings. What is this? Some kind of a kid convention? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I also want hot dogs in the middle of a spooky forest. Yeah, you right? Know? It's a great spot. Something I, I, I think is so bizarre is how they string together solving the mystery. Um, <laughs> I would not have... Um, 
put that math together of we why like it's like a bucket of <laughs> of of mustard ah they must have <laughs> used this on the hot dog that they sold it to it's just like the weirdest <laughs> strangest ironically i think the the hints that they give are surprisingly interesting because i had no idea who either of the parrot or gnarly beard were i think the clues make sense though like the the compass with the initials the mustard and the hot dogs the kid convention <laughs> the paint from the or the like from the, the bicycle sauce. oh not that pizza so- oh yeah no the pizza sauce is the red the the bike like they don't Versus in Alien Invaders, it's like, hmm, they have wet mud on their shoes. I wonder why. You know, like, unironically, I think Mystery Map has a better mystery. Because they don't know what they're just putting in random shit. But because you're right. You're it's right. Not, it's so like. unobvious. Yeah. Uh, I'll I mean, be honest. I actually guessed it was the pizza delivery boy. And here's my reasoning. He kind of looked like me. Um <laughs> And Jake, Jake has a long history of being a Scooby Doo yeah. villain. Yeah, Jake has a long history of dressing up as a giant pirate parrot uh, and squawking and chasing kids through caves. You know, I love pirates. Um, I do. I do. I, I just want to call out my two favorite jokes from Mystery Map because I genuinely think they're really, really funny. Um, my first one is when Daphne steals a plane, and then she's like, "Oh, my father stashes planes." that was like that was just such a funny way to be like yeah fuck it there's a plane that that, that was hilarious <laughs> yeah. um, the second one i don't know if they intended this uh but this is how i read it um shaggy dresses up as a giant saltine and he says i've been a lot of things but never a giant cracker and you know what I think that was a joke on how. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I think they did it. <laughs> Got them good with that one. So. Got them good. Oh, God. I love those two jokes, and those are my two favorite jokes in the treasure map. And that's all I have to say. It's just such a fascinating little movie. It really is. I genuinely feel, though, like this whole movie was and was a bit like by you, Alex, to get <laughs> me like, you know how we have the banana thing, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We, and we can fill the audience in on this um, in case they want to try it with their friends at home. But I feel like this whole movie was a bit for me to get bananaed by Fred because he randomly <laughs> pulls out that banana at the end. And I'm like, fuck, do I have to eat a banana now? Maybe. And I did. I went and ate one. Good. I'm yeah. Glad. Um, you know, yeah. For those for those who don't know, uh, if you if you give your friend a banana, no matter what, they have to eat it. That's life, and that's what it is. And try it with your friends at home; they'll really like it. Probably in any social set setting. Yeah, it's turned into a fun bit where we hide bananas for each other, and if you stumble across it, you've been bananaed. Um, yeah, it's a great time. Your and friends Fred's will love it. Me. Your friends will love it. Your friends will love it. You won't have to shove a banana in your mouth at a restaurant in New York um, <laughs> and try to find somewhere to put the banana peel so it doesn't look like how the fuck this banana peel end up. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Anyone well, else um, have other thoughts? I have more notes about alien invaders, but I'm sure we can save them for, for you know, a <laughs> couple episodes from now. <laughs> if that's how you feel. Let's vote. Um, 
you guys go first. So I don't have to I don't have to betray myself. I can vote first, um, which audience really quickly, a little callback to the ancient days of the tough cut because we're 30 you know, plus episodes in now. Remember when I had a tough time deciding what I was going to vote for? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not anymore. I vote first a lot. I am decisive. (laughs) That is true. That's true. You have been more decisive lately. That's pretty awesome. Um, I am voting for uh, Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. Ooh, it hurts. I'm also voting for Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. (laughs) Uh, Justice for for a crystal. (laughs) Uh, I guess I'll vote for Alien Invaders, too, because I'm a joiner. (laughs) Okay. Not Yo, for I, it's not gonna for be a fun matchup though. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a good one. Great, great songs in both of them. We didn't get a full chance to deep dive in the songs for Witches, Ghost, and Alien Invaders. It's gonna be it's, a good time. It, it, it's finals territory with those two. Like that matchup. Yeah, <sighs> I have so much to talk about for both of these movies, and I'm very excited. <sighs> All right, with that. Coming at you next week, though, before we get to talking about Witches Ghost versus Alien Invaders, we've got another side of the bracket. Um, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf versus Scooby-Doo yeah. and the Goblin King. Uh-huh. Right. Scooby-Doo, the 2002 live action versus yeah. a, a mystery yes. surprise secret God damn movie. It, what movie is it? Damn we it. have to damn know. He won't, he won't tell us. And he won't tell us. I know what you're expecting. We have sung the high praises of Jim Stenstrom through this bracket. He is so talented, so powerful. I know what you're expecting. However, left I am Zombie Island. I come here to tell you that Zombie Island just too <laughs> scary. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> no. And you know who I think's been given a raw deal by the movies in this bracket? Who? Mm. The is it Batman? Talented. <laughs> Scooby Doo, Batman, the Brave and the Bull. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's is it John Cena? The, the talent. <laughs> no, it's not the John Cena movie either. <laughs> is it the live action Daphne and Velma movie on HBO Max now? No, but close. Oh. Daphne has gotten such a raw deal. I think it's Ooh. time to put her in the driver's seat. Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the 13th Ghost Yo, is going to be great one. the great pick. surprise last movie. I want to show you what it truly means to be Daphne Blake. I love that. I love that pick. Also, shout out to at uh, Beef Boy Junior um, for <laughs> requesting that. I hope you're listening. <laughs> and if you if you give um, give that movie a watch, watch out for Daphne's fire new fit. Okay, because mm. it kills my guys. It's going to be up against another fire fit, a bunch of fire fits in the live action. I yeah. mean, they both be dressing. They do. They do. Wow. They call them ranch because they be dressing. Um. Anyway, that's my best joke of the, the that podcast. Is unironically, um, the best joke ever. We should just stop making the podcast now. <laughs> which we've made that joke before that the joke was so good we should stop the podcast um i know you're disappointed at no zombie island as am i but it's just too scary for you guys okay yeah you'll, you'll just have to i kind of i was worried about the audience <laughs> i would got uh, i'll be honest you'll just have spooked. to wait for scooby-doo bracket two which which will be happening yeah yeah probably next week god 
<laughs> also, amazing. Um, we are in the thick of October at this point, and man, is it spooky season! Hell um, yeah! And the boys at the Tough Cut love a couple of good spooks. Um, Hell yeah! So be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Because who knows what we'll do? We may, may may drop some spooky things for you. Some real, not not as spooky as Zombie Island. We promise. <laughs> we promise. But some spooky stuff's going to be happening, and uh, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We're you know we're almost nearing a year of this again. We've been saying it. Um, we love you guys. Support. Follow us on all the socials at Tough Cut Pod, um, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, whatever. And if you enjoyed the show. Tell someone who has heard of Scooby-Doo about this episode. Tell someone who's genuinely blind without their glasses. <laughs> My glasses. Tell me. <laughs> Tell Tim Curry about right. this episode. Oh, Tell- I love you, Tim. Oh, yeah. I hope you're doing well out there. I love Tim Curry. Wow. Smashing. Well, did Tim Curry voice <laughs> Nigel Thornberry? Or are you just... Did you not fucking know that? Yes. That's did he? No, he did. Yes. Smashing. That's one of his most famous roles. That's amazing. Yes. Thank thee. Thou cannot know what my <laughs> 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 Who art thou? <laughs> <laughs>